I was reading my Bible one day where it says you're getting a crown and a scepter and a morning star, you know, those spiritual blessings in Revelation 2 and 3 for overcomers. And I said, what does a person need to do to be king around here? And the Lord said, save everyone with what you're reading. You know, materialize the spiritual blessings of the overcomer's gifts and save everyone. Now, you're already a king in the spirit, but they think you're garbage in the natural dimension. They think you're an idiot. So you have to bring all that power from the glory dimension in your belly and birth it through your renewed mind into the natural realm or you'll have no honor. You'll have no love. You'll have no donations. You'll have no viewers. You'll have, like, nothing. You'll live in the ghetto and be poor forever. It's true. You have to bring heaven to earth. That's the believer's job. When you pray, Jesus said, praying is an act of faith. Matthew chapter 6. Now listen, apostles. Listen, my disciples. When you pray, you pray. <laughs> and when you pray, <laughs> which is practicing the presence of God, you're going to bring heaven to earth. And make sure you yield your will, not my will be done, but yours, Heavenly Father, because then everything you pray will happen. If you only care about the Father's will and not your own, you know, not anyone else's, no one else's opinions, no man-pleasing, Galatians 1 says you can't be a servant of Christ and please man. You can't care what anyone thinks and please God. It's true. As it's written, you cannot please God and man both. Serving man is, you know, submitting to Satan. And they try to do it and be nice to everyone. They come under the guise of, you know, real proper Christianity and honoring one another. And you're actually s serving devils. And your cultures of honor, there are cultures of devils. Because it's not on earth as it is in heaven yet. And I, I love everyone perfectly, but I just bring a prophetic word so strong that most people can't even receive it. But it's written in the word. Revelation 21:11. I looked and there was no church there. For the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its church. And then they're all like on earth as it is in heaven, but there's no church in heaven. So it's just like total mental illness, religious insanity everywhere. Everywhere. And we're all coming out of it. Me too. I'm not like some super special person. I mean, I'm coming out of all the same junk you're coming out of. We're all in this together, so just get over your pride. Get out of the root of pride and get into the root of David. We all get the same Savior, Jesus Christ in us. We're one spirit, one Father. I mean, seriously. The issue is some people have been feasting on the spirit of prophecy and the spirit of Elijah and the spirit of Moses and the apostolic and the prophetic juice longer than others. Other people haven't even entered the feast and they're like the younger prodigals of Luke 15 that are just outside the Father's house, outside the house of wine. They don't even know there is wine. They don't even know about the killing of the goat and the killing of the calf. It's like they're trying to do it in their old wine skin with old wine, which is witchcraft, religion voodoo doo doo your efforts your ability your soul and they're all frustrated by the wine they're all manifesting snakes on me every day by the tens of thousands broadcasting for 10 years the things they say it's like how can you be a christian and just condemn me to hell within three seconds of turning a glory broadcast on what kind of christianity is that what kind of christianity are you practicing america where Five seconds of red letter ministries cause you, causes you to condemn your brother in Christ, me, Brandon Barthrop, to hell. And doesn't that make you wonder what kind of Christianity are they practicing? 
You know, I don't hate anyone. I love everyone. I've laid my life down to serve others like every day for 13 years. And all they do, I mean, I know there's some good ones, but it's mostly horrible stuff. It's mostly just kill him and kill him and destroy him and ruin his ministry. It's mostly that. It's 99% that you're the 1% that are like, yeah, well, it's actually God. But 99% of Christians are like, no, it's Satan. Why do 99% of Christians believe Red Letter Ministries and Joel's Bar is Satan? Because they're serving Jezebel, you guys. <laughs> they're bewitched. It's true. And I'm not the only one that's right. I know there's 6,000 in Israel that haven't bowed to the Baals. This isn't isolation. This is kingdom. The Christianity of the world is not kingdom. It's not... I mean, my God, it is not. <laughs> like I said, let's start with discipling cities, because that's the apostolic mandate in the book of Acts. That's the apostolic mandate in Paul's epistles. That's the apostolic mandate in the book of Revelation. Does your Christianity start in the womb of your city, in the belly of the earth? in the resurrection shikaboomba-bam, in the roots of David that come up through all hearts in the garden and works in the eternal realm of the Spirit. I mean, is it even real Christianity with these people? No, it's, it's not. It's not real. It's Jezebel's types and shadows. It's not real. People are like, well, I need a, a fellowship. You need a city. The Bible says you need a city. Church is not in the Bible. It's not. It's not in there. Oh, Ecclesia. Yeah, the church of the firstborn in heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. You pray that prayer that you'll remove every building made by human hands. And then they start fighting the Holy Spirit when he starts answering their prayer. And they cling and retain to that black box of religion because it's layers upon layers of religion, which is the curse of the fall, getting peeled off their souls every day. And you encounter someone that has way more freedom than you can handle and you just manifest and get offended. Because you haven't even peeled back layer one off your soul, which is the renewing of your mind, you know? <laughs> and there's some sons of God manifesting that are about to peel off every last layer of their religious onion, which is the renewing of the mind, transfigured constantly in the spirit of your brain, Ephesians chapter 4 says. Be transfigured, renewed constantly. You know how I got here today? By obeying the Bible, obeying the Holy Spirit. That's it. One step formula, follow the spirit of truth into all truth. And it's been amazing. It's been the funnest thing you could ever do on planet earth the last 20 years. But 99% of Christians along the way have all said it's the devil. Don't go any further. <laughs> if you go any further, you're going to get into error. <laughs> and they're all full of fears. They're all full of devils. Oh, are Christians full of devils? Let me just tell you. The transfiguration of the renewing of your mind is layer upon layer of the soul until your soul is the exact same as the soul of Jesus glorified at the right hand of God in Zion. Just to get a little wake-up call of how far most people are from the mark of the high calling, and it doesn't need to take you 2,000 years. We already took 2,000 years to figure all this revelation out. You can actually get all that time restored back to you that the canker worm has eaten. What's the worm? The brain. What's the butterfly? Christ in your spiritual stomach. The worm of the brain has controlled your lives for way too long. 
and there's no fruit, and they follow familiar spirits on their shoulders instead of the living creatures. It's not kingdom. It's a black box and not a gold box. It's Satan and not Jesus Christ. Most Christians only obey Satan and never Jesus Christ their entire Christian lives after they're born again because they go into a black box and they serve familiar spirits called religious spirits. The majority. I'm talking 99%. Why? I've tested it by the millions. We tested 75 million Christians in the world in two months, two years ago. Blew 20 grand sowing into the nations, 195 nations. 75 million people in two months for $20,000 through Facebook advertisements. I just wanted to see what's going on out there. Going on out there. Test every nation in the world. Why not? There's 2.2 billion Facebook users. That's the way to do it. Money came in and he just said, do it. Obeying the spirit of truth. No greed, just ministry. And it was awesome. And then the finances just stopped and we stopped doing it. And I was like, so you know exactly where everyone in the entire world is in the great awakening of the end times. No confusion. Tested every nation in the whole planet. It's a wonderful honor to be able to do that with the gifts of the Spirit, which are actually spiritual blessings. When it says grace, divine favor, and spiritual blessings, the grace of the Lord Jesus is not just divine favor, which is the only way you're saved, is growing in the light of His favor in your spirit and burning out all religion out of your brain, but also in the, the gifts, the spiritual gifts. Grace. Every time you read grace in the Bible, think divine favor and spiritual blessings, because that's what the grace of the Lord Jesus, and you're saved by grace. How saved do you want to get? How saved do you want to be? You need spiritual blessings. And these spiritual blessings are the morning star and the scepter, the crown and the throne. <laughs> you got the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation. So you got the full armor of God on, and you got all the gifts of God on. You got all the instruments and the, the tools of the high priest and apostle and the King of Kings and Lord of Lords on. He has given you everything He is as a creature, as a person. It's true. God the Father gave you everything He is as a light being. Everything that makes God God, maker of heaven and earth, maker of all the angels, maker of all the nations, God has given you already. It's called spiritual blessings. The problem is, is we're so bewitched by Jezebel, we don't believe we already got it. And we're like, come Holy Spirit. I'm trying so hard. Trying so hard. Trying is demonic. Believing is the new covenant. Trying will get you so beat up. Believing will get you so blessed. We didn't do anything for this. That's what grace means. Undeserved, unearned favor. Unmerited favor. You don't deserve it. You can't earn it. When you try to earn it, when you try to deserve it by your good works in your flesh and your soulish activity, you actually cut yourself off from it and begin practicing witchcraft, which is also called the magic arts. Magic arts, the magicians of Babylon. Right? Magic arts, all the activity of Jezebel in the soul realm in the Bible is called magic arts. Why well, don't read those verses? I know you don't. That's why it's like you got to pioneer it because people don't even read the Bible. It's like you're speaking cherubim to them and they've been speaking outer court, you know, Southern Baptists or something. God bless every, bless every Southern Baptist with our iron scepter right through their bellies. Bam! Amen? People are like, oh, you're looking down at me. You're so prideful. I'm telling you, when you're on the white throne, you'll look up to everyone because you're the least in the kingdom and servant of all. But the problem is, is they've got a root of pride in them. When you've got religion in you, 
You think anyone that's walking in greater gifts and greater glory, you get jealous of them, envious of them, at strife with them, and instead of like learning from them and joining them, you fight them and become like Satan, the accuser of the brethren. I deal with it every single day. I'll be like trying to minister to young apostles and they'll just bite at me and murder me and attack me continuously. The most miserable conversations I ever have in ministry is discipling young apostles because they're full of pride. I mean, we're talking about the pride of Satan. They think they know something because they've spent 10,000 hours in the Bible, but they have almost no spiritual blessings activated. And they're poor, they're sick, they're weak, they're miserable. They have no fruitfulness, like the fruit of their womb, like the fruits of the Holy Spirit are like almost unknown to young apostles, but they're full of pride. You'll not, you'll not deal with people more miserable and nasty than discipling young apostles. And I've dealt with it hundreds of times. Every conversation is just like, oh, God, that was horrible. Oh, I need to get washed after that. And they're, they got a calling on their life. And they know it, and I know it, but they think they know everything without glowing everything. And if you know it and you don't glow it, how many of y'all know that's Jezebel? You're deceived. If you know it, but don't glow it, you're deceived of Satan. You're getting ripped off. It's about glowing. And then later on afterwards, knowing. But first glowing. At first, you're not going to understand, Jesus Christ said in the Bible. But later on, you'll understand after you have the experience. The experience comes first, then the understanding comes second. If you want understanding first, you'll not grow one inch in the tree of life your entire life. Every degree of greater anointing and greater glory is by taking a leap of faith and obeying the spirit of truth. Amen? It's true. It's written in the Word. And people are so beat up by trying so hard in their soul. This is the verse that's been ringing my bell for the bride of Christ every day. Isaiah 60 verse 1, Amplified Classic. Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory of the Lord, for, the, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord ri has risen upon you. Old covenant upon you, new covenant within you. Amen? Old covenant upon you, new covenant within you. Christ in you. <laughs> Out of your belly, this glory rises. John 7.38 Opening the bowels of compassion. You'll find that the compassion of the Lord Jesus, that supernatural agape, is actually what intoxicates people. When you supernaturally agape people, divine love flowing out of your belly towards people, that's what gives you favor with everyone. When you bring the real deal. If you're trying to fake it in some religious niceness, you're cursing everyone you're trying to help. You know? Oh my gosh. Two trees in the garden. The religious tree and the glory tree. The glory tree is all grace. Grace, 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 grace. The religious tree is all effort. Self, 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 me, 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 me. I'll be preaching, and then I'll be done preaching, and people instantly start talking about themselves afterwards because they're full of Satan. I mean, I deal with it every single day. Immature Christians, the thing that makes a Christian immature and not mature is because they're full of Satan. Don't even water it down because it's true. People are, oh, they're not, they are full of the devil. They're full of the red dragon and the light that's in their soul that makes them immature is the light of the stars that fell from heaven. The light of darkness. 
the light of Lucifer, Satan, the fallen cherubim, the I am's and the wrong throne is being served by their carnal mind. They're serving the black box instead of the gold box. Their Jesus is outside of them that always puffs up their ego and pride, and their Jesus is never inside of them. Most of these Christians, after they're born again, didn't serve the real Jesus one single day after they were saved. It's true. I mean, that's the truth anyhow, and we love them. Don't misunderstand me. The only reason I'm telling you this is because I love you. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. People get offended by the truth of the gospel because they're in bondage. When you're in bondage and you're deceived, the truth is offensive. I'm not in bondage. I didn't serve. Yes, you did. That's why you're sick. That's why you're miserable. That's why you bite like snakes at everyone. You're at envy and strife. All the fruits of the flesh of the tree of Satan in the garden of Galatians chapter 5 are on your tree. And you're in denial, baby. You're in denial. And it's like, well, you don't speak that over my life. I'm like, what, don't tell you the truth? Quote scripture, Galatians chapter 5. Jezebel doesn't want you to to hear that because you might actually start bearing good fruit. We'll loose your womb. We'll loose your spirit. Slam me with the iron scepter of Mount Zion, perfect love, right into your bellies so you're so blessed by the gold box in your belly and no longer cursed by the black box in your belly. Hallelujah. Satan has copied the book of Revelation and made it a demonic counterfeit. Do you know that? (laughs) Satan's read the book of Revelation probably a million times. Okay? They have the written word here. Have you ever heard of the Roman Catholic Church? I mean, any demon can read the Bible. Any warlock and witch can read the Bible. Most of them do. And then use it in a religious form as a dead letter to kill instead of a supernatural form of grace that raises the dead and brings life to the listener and freedom and favor and breakthrough and healing and deliverance. You can use this word to kill everybody into the lake of fire or you can use this word to heal everyone into the kingdom of heaven. This word used by the devil and by the lost sinners and religious people in darkness, will kill everyone it listens to. It will curse everyone it listens to. But this word used in the power of the Holy Spirit, this word quoted in love, this word spoken with grace, with the intention to build up everyone's spiritual life and fill their bellies with treasures of heaven, it'll raise everyone from the dead. They'll be like Obed-Edom. We've been talking about Obed-Edom all the time because that's the season we're in. I only say what my father is saying every season of ministry for 10 years. And a lot of people have a hard time with a couple seasons, but you're dealing with such Jezebelic activity that a lot of times you just need freedom. Wild, crazy freedom. And your only problem is, is you're not willing to peel back layers of the religious onion off your soul, so you walked away that season. I know. It happened to Elijah. It happened to every prophet in the Bible. You know, it's going to happen to the prophets today. There are seasons where people can't walk with you because there's no capability of them understanding. There's just so much religious bondage, and that's exactly what it is, that they can't even handle that kind of freedom. I mean, have you read what the prophets did in the Bible? Isaiah walked around naked for six months in protest of the religious spirit operating in Israel. Can you imagine obeying the Holy Spirit perfectly? I mean, in perfect obedience to God Almighty and the Bible. And you're naked for six months? You know, they ended up sawing him in half. That religious thing in you, that Jezebelic thing in you, is what saws the prophets in half through their stomachs and resists and quenches and fights the Holy Spirit. 
That's why we don't tolerate any Jezebelic activity. We get more undignified than this every day. That's the spirit of Antichrist that you're warring against in the curse of the fall and the red dragon and the false light of the stars that fell from heaven. And you don't understand it, but it's the truth anyhow. Just because you don't understand the universe and what's in it doesn't make it not true. You're just that deceived. And you need revelation so that you don't perish for lack of knowledge. How many Christians have perished for having the wrong knowledge, the tree of knowledge in the garden. The tree of knowledge is information for your brain, knowing about God. The tree of life is revelation for your belly, burning in the seven spirits of God. What a contrast. What a con- To the point where most Christians tuning into this message today haven't even heard the gospel before. I mean, that's how sick the situation is. I mean, that's how bad it is. It's like, oh, we, gotta, we have heard the gospel. You, no, you haven't. You haven't heard it at a sonship level. You haven't heard the Son of God's gospel. You've heard like inner court gospel that was like 1% of what's available. And spiritual gifts to most Christians are like, you're, you're being prideful. They'll call it pride. They'll call it pride. Having a scepter and a crown and a morning star and a throne, like the Bible says in Revelation 2 and 3. They call it pride. You're being prideful. You think you're better than me. What the heck is wrong with these people? They're bewitched of Satan. That's exactly what's wrong with them. They're bewitched of Satan. That's exactly what's wrong with them. And the only way to set these people free from the magic arts pretending to be Christianity is by us going deeper in the river, going deeper in the roots of David, going deeper in the bright morning star, going deeper in the 12 gems and the 12 pearls and the 12 stars of the kingdom of heaven and the gold box of glory that we carry in our tent like Obed-Edom. And we will wake them up to real Christianity because they're sleeping like Lazarus Four days dead, and you know he stinketh. You know he's smelling bad. (laughs) And then we're going to get so glorified on the real deal, on the new covenant of Christ in us, and the full realization of all the glory of the King of glory, and the crown of glory, and the throne of glory, and the scepter of glory, and the morning star of glory, and all the light of salvation beaming out of our hearts and beaming through our brains with a new personality that's so glorious that everyone will want us on their show in the whole world because it's like, man, Hollywood's not even that creative. Of course it's not. Everything Hollywood's got, they've stolen off the table of the Lord Jesus. He's the creator. He's the seven spirits of God present with you right now, talking to you right now. He's the rainbow creativity that creates all the good stuff down here that you could possibly enjoy every day of your life. Nothing good comes from Satan. Satan's a thief. This is from God. So the creativity that's going to whack Hollywood and whack New York and whack television and whack media, it's all going to be God now and it's not going to have the middleman, which has been Jezebel because the Christians forfeiting their birthright, saying, I'm not divine royalty. Queen Elizabeth is. Give her a billion dollars and they got all of your money and they got all your power they got all your economic buying power because you don't believe what the Bible says about yourself. So you make some devil's royalty when you're the actual royalty. That's the fruit of unbelief, the forfeit of your birthright as the true royal priesthood of the royal priesthood of Melchizedek, who is King of kings and Lord of lords, Jesus Christ himself. Wow. So you, you guys, we've been ripped off. That's why the Bible says, Restore the fortunes of Zion. What's the fortunes of Zion? 
the mountain of the Holy Spirit rising as chief of all the mountains of the natural dimension in the last days by people waking up to Christ in them. Oh my gosh, there's a mountain of fire in you, Mount Zion, and God's going to restore all the economic buying power, all the natural authority of the natural dimension. All the power of nations and cities will be restored to Zion in us. Now this season, it's happening. It's been happening gradually for a long time, and now it's going to happen at an accelerated pace because you're maturing so much faster to who you are in Christ by the teachings of the seven thunders of the sons of God. Hey, whew, that's what's happening. The Christians are starting to mature to become the sons of God. How many of y'all know the Bible says you're under governors and tutors unto the appointed time of maturity? That's what it says. What are the governors and tutors? Religious devils. Religious devils. You got Caesar over you. You got Herod over you. How many of y'all know that Caesar and Herod were destroyed? Destroyed off the face of the earth. In the Bible, <laughs> his belly came out and eaten by worms. It is written, Book of Acts. Wow. So those governors and tutors are dismissed when you start manifesting spiritual blessing by the mind of Christ blazing through your forehead. Oh my God, I really am a, a, a king. I really am a queen. I really am a son and daughter of God. And it's all true. Every single word of the entire Bible, especially waking up to the book of Revelation, because that's the DNA of Jesus Christ, firstborn of many, that I have all his ability in my belly. Now I just need my mind to agree with it. Amen? And that's all you need. You got Him in there and everything He has, He'll give to you as you renew your mind and just yield more of your personality, your mind, will, and emotions, and your whole soul and your whole brain detaching from the natural dimension and attaching to the glory dimension of Christ in you. The hope of glory. We love you guys. Be blessed. Partner with Red Letter Ministries. Donate at redlettermen.com. Magnify this ministry. You sow into the glory. You'll reap from the glory. Where your money is, there your heart will be also. Let your heart be in heavenly Jerusalem. Donate at redlettermen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.